Welcome to FAIR Podcasts. On this episode, we're breaking down important immigration issues and examining each component. Right here on FAIR Podcasts, issue analysis. Let's start the show. Hi, this is Carl Filippini with FAIR, uh, Federation for American Immigration Reform. Uh, I'm here at Hold Their Feet to the Fire, FAIR's annual Radio Row event. Uh, we put on every year, and we want to get together and talk about immigration. Uh, right now, I'm talking with Peggy Davis and Fred Davis, who are cattle ranchers in Arizona. And uh, actually from Tomb- Tombstone area, right? Correct. Okay. Uh, what, what brings you both to this event? What brought you back this year again? Well, we just feel like it's, it's something that we, that we want to do and we need to do to just keep the public informed of, mm-hmm. of what's going on on the border, what has mm-hmm. been for the last 20 to 30 years, how mm-hmm. things have, have changed, yeah. um, but let them know that, that they're still a problem. Yeah. And, uh, you know, your ranch is, uh, is it 25 miles north? 25 miles north. North of the Mexican border. And, you know, you're so close to the border. You mentioned, you know, you're being, you know, being close to the border that you've had issues for at least 20 years. Yes. Right? Um, so, you know, has that been a gradual process or was there, was there an event that kind of triggered things or was it just, just built up over time? Well... In 1986, Reagan's amnesty program really increased the numbers mm-hmm. tremendously, and, and we saw an influx in the, the 10 to 15 years following that mm-hmm. that was astronomical. Okay. Um, since then, the numbers are down, but now we have the criminal element and the, you know the drug cartels mean mm-hmm. business, and they're here to stay. Mm-hmm. And it's it's just the d- dynamics of the border have changed over the years, but there are still problems. The main reason the numbers are down is the cartel is mm-hmm. took over smuggling people as well as drugs. Okay. So the freelancers and the little coyotes that smuggle people are no longer in yeah. business. And that fortunately mm-hmm. took them off our ranch, m- mostly. Um, we don't have near the numbers. The terrain is too open around our ranch for okay. the the drug smugglers. It's too easy for them to get caught, so they've yeah. gone to more rugged terrain. And so, with it with it being that open, so it's it's kind of moved away from you. But in in other words, but the the overall let's say number of people probably hasn't changed that much or just no it has the number of people coming for jobs is Mm -hmm. has dropped significantly okay even right on the border in a lot of places it's it's dropped Mm -hmm. because the drug cartels don't want people interfering with their dope business oh and the numbers are down significantly Mm -hmm. since trump took office yeah and i think primarily because of jeff sessions uh, giving his little speech on the border saying mm-hmm. we're going to enforce the laws now and we're going to prosecute every yep. illegal we pick up yeah um how you know how has this uh surge of illegal immigration affected your day-to-day life well over the years it's been a nightmare from time to time mm-hmm. um I, for example you didn't used to feel like you had to be armed to go somewhere on your own property. And mm-hmm. then in in 2010, when our good friend Rob Krenz was murdered on his own property, mm-hmm. um, Fred became 
you know, accustomed to being armed 20, just 24-7. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a firearm with me if I go for a walk or, you know, go out with my grandkids to do something on the ranch. I, I always have a firearm with me. Mm-hmm. You just have to be on constant vigil um, at, at all times. Just paying attention to your surroundings and what yeah. you're doing, and and not to mention that the value of our property has decreased by forty to fifty percent. You know, it's interesting you said that because uh, there was a article about the border wall construction, and one of the points that the author was making in this article was that if there was a border wall, property values would actually appreciate in areas where the wall was constructed because it it would be a you know a, a benefit. To exactly. landowners, mm-hmm. because I know, and I know this is a sensitive topic. Once you get into like Texas, and we talk about water issues yes. in the Rio Grande area for the wall construction, but in some places, um, the wall construction could benefit property owners. Absolutely, and we have a friend west of Nogales that all he has is a four-wire barbed wire fence between mm-hmm. him and Mexico, and there's actually no road access for agents to even get to the border. Now, if you were in Mexico wanting to Mm -hmm. come to the U.S., would you choose an 18-foot Ballard wall to try to scale or walk in where the Border Patrol can't even drive there and there's a four-wire fence that you can almost step over? Yeah. I mean... Yeah, all we're doing is forcing Mm -hmm. a majority of illegal traffic and Mm -hmm. bad guys onto his property. Well, that was Border Patrol's strategy for years. They protected the cities, forced them into the rural areas. They said, in a city, we only have seconds, maybe minutes to catch them before they assimilate. Mm -hmm. In the rural areas, we have hours to days to catch them, so they left us as sitting ducks. Yeah. And overall, um, what would you say to people, you know— let me take a step back. Most people, when they talk about immigration, they don't feel like there's a personal impact to them, um, you know, the same way that there is for you because you're living so close to the border. Um, what would you say to the folks who, you know, they may not have that personal impact, and so they, they're, they're kind of ambivalent, or they say, we don't need border security. Or, they you know, will not- eventually. Yeah. If they haven't experienced it yet, they've been coming through us for by the hordes for 15 to 20 years and Mm -hmm. we've been screaming as loud as we could to every legislator to -hmm. put a stop to it either enforce the law or change the law but what it's done is it has created an atmosphere where they come through me but they come to live with you Mm -hmm. and if they haven't affected you in middle america Mm -hmm. yet they will the numbers are here they're already here there's even people in the east who are being killed by drunk illegals, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. They're coming to live with you. They're t- they're destroying our ranches on the way, but they're coming all over the country. Mm-hmm. And they have no allegiance to this country, the majority of them. Mm-hmm. And, and in my experience, that the ones that come here and want to do it legally and want to become an American and love this country, they're, mm-hmm. they're doing it the right way. Okay. The ones that don't, they don't. Look, when they came across the border, mm-hmm. they broke the law. The yeah. first act that they did when they came here. How do we expect them to respect any of our other laws? Yeah. Uh, one, one last question. What 
would make the situation at the border and, you know, for yourself and for other ranchers, what could improve that situation? Is it just Putting boots on the ground at the international boundary, mm-hmm. period, is the number one, the first thing. I testified in front of Congress last September with the the Subcommittee on Border and Maritime Security, okay. which is chaired by Martha McSally, our congresswoman. And she wanted someone to come and testify to the fact that defense in depth does not work. And that means that we're putting the majority of our agents mm-hmm. 20 to 30 miles and more north of the border. Mm-hmm. And so the argument is get them down on the international boundary. Mm-hmm. Whether there's a fence there or not, they need to back it up. And yes, there needs to be mm-hmm. a wall in some areas of the border. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you very much, uh, Fred and Peggy Davis. I appreciate thank you. you coming back for Thanks Pizza for Fire having again us. this year. We appreciate you having appreciate it. it. That's all for this episode of Fair Podcasts. Be sure to click the subscribe button and head over to fairus.org to contact us through email or Twitter at Fair Immigration to keep you up to date on the latest immigration update and reports. That's fairus.org.